Hello. Hey, hi. Is that uh, is that the Dan Bolser of the Becoming Identical podcast? <laughs> yes, it is. Well, then I guess the show is on. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, but where are you? What's that? But where are you? Well, I can hardly hear you because uh, I'm in the gym. And the music is pounding away here, you know. They make it loud enough so you can't hear your yourself breathing or you can't feel your heartbeat. <laughs> Do you know that there was a study done uh, that was released on November 12th of 2021 University of Uppsala in Finland about uh, monozygotic twins and their fitness level? I think we should talk about that. Yeah, let's do that. So is this our fitness show? <laughs> well, if you're at the gym, it must be. Uh, <laughs> so you sent me this link that suggested that uh, we could think about nature and nurture based on uh, the fact if we are similar in our interest in, in physical activity or not. Is that right? And I'm wondering, why did you send me, why did you send me that link? Say hi to my brother. He's, we're recording a podcast. Hi, brother. Hi, brother. How, are How are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got, you've got like a fan base over there. I, yeah, well, this is our workout group, and uh, that was Eva, who is particularly vocal. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, where, where are you? Like, where in the world is this gym? Uh, this gym is about 15 minutes from my house, um, west of West Chicago. Okay, I'm getting a lot of reverb and echo coming off of something there. Well, my the gym is in a warehouse, and so you must be hearing the sound bouncing off the walls. Oh, okay. Oh, I know why. It's because uh, my trainer, Mike, has just joined the call. There we go. Oh. Yeah, I was right next to him, so that might have been the issue. Now we're a little bit away from each other. Hey, Mike, are you? How long have you been training my brother? Um, so he was one of the clients or the members of the gym even before. So he was one of my first people. So I've been with Dan for uh, going on a little over five years now because I started working with him in August of seventeen. Oh my uh, goodness. So he's, so he's seen me grow. <laughs> so you're you're the reason why we are so different. I, I, are... I might have part of, be part of the reason. <laughs> yeah, because uh, can you just give me, I know you've only got a couple minutes. Uh, this is awesome, though. <laughs> can you give me like a quick rundown of what would be a typical workout that you put him through? Like just give me like a 30-second sketch. Yeah, so definitely. So thankfully with the way that we split our uh, – workouts up during the week today we had leg day so a lot of times i'll try to do a lot of single leg stuff so a so lunges of some sort maybe some um single leg uh, romanian deadlifts but i also like to incorporate the standard two-legged workout so squats um, but i also like throwing plyos as well so box jumps jump rope skater hops left and right moving in all sorts of directions so 
wow. a lot of the times uh, wow. I try to combine all three of those in one and uh, just kind of shock the body. Is there is there any sweat involved in your workouts? Um, you know, some people do sweat, some people don't. And uh, Dan is definitely one of those guys that he's a sweater, all right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I always joke that uh, with him, we can we can make our, our own pool here. Um, him combining with a couple other people, but he definitely, uh, he gets a good sweat going for my workouts. I, I, under, I understand that you... Uh, that you've given him a nickname at the gym. Oh, shoot. It might be Danimal or Dan the Man, um, <laughs> Super Dan. I mean, my sister is even trying to give him uh, nicknames because she sees him on the my Instagram. <laughs> so uh, talk to me Dan about Android. Dan. Sorry. <laughs> talk to me about Danimal. Why, why that name? He, just like, <laughs> like a wild animal he he always pushes himself and everything he uh, <laughs> you might see a different uh you might see dan differently being his brother but definitely in the gym i get a, a a crazy form of him he doesn't try to max out every single day but he always pushes himself he doesn't if he knows he can do more he'll do more um, oh my goodness and he he just takes what and he just takes what I, I've shown him over the over the years with what I've, with whatever else he's already known and just combines some stuff. So, you know, he's just he's just crazy where he'll we, we always joke that he'll be like, oh, well, we know that Dan's going for the, the 70 pounder when I, I rec- recommend 20 pounds. We already know he's going heavier. Oh, my goodness. What's what's the what would be the heaviest uh, like what what kind of lifting or, you know, like kind of the benchmarks? of what he's been doing where where's he at these days what, what's he pushing so with the way that i do my classes we don't really work on um heavy lifting um but one one of the days i was squatting with him um I, just the the amount of volume the amount of reps that he did okay. with the amount of sense was ridiculous but um yeah what he's really got is some hops we'll do box hops and he's got uh close to Close to a 48-inch box hop. Um, so that we have two, we have four different boxes. That's two stacked on top of each other, um, and it's just shy of 48 inches. I think it's about 40, about 44 inches or so. Um, and that's even after uh, lifting and doing all these other things. So the fact that he can get up there so high after he's already shocked his muscles, it's it's insane to see him jump like that. All right, so if people saw a picture of me now, they'd be like, man, this guy must just be, like, totally ripped. Hey, I'm just a semi-flabby, uh, <laughs> you know, mid-50s guy that just tries to get through a workout. And uh, Mike is, is an awesome uh, trainer. We always work out in a group, so I've got other people around me that motivate me. And, um, you know, there's, there's all kinds of uh, factors in the environment to keep me going. Hey, Mike. One one quick question before I got to let you go. I know you're running a gym there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I have not really worked out for about 20 years while Dan has been working out, uh, and especially the last five years. Like he's, as you say, he's been he's been a beast in the gym. Mm-hmm. What do you think it would take for me to become identical with Dan? Do I have any chance 
at the age of 56 of catching up, could you take me there? In other words, like, is there any chance of me catching up to where Dan is at? Or should I just say goodbye to being a twin? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, say goodbye to being a twin at all. Um, I think it would be, it would be tough, but I wouldn't say it'd be impossible. Um, <laughs> what, what's my what's my first step? Um, uh, see him as your brother. Everything's got to be a, co- a competition. So just outdo him. <laughs> no, I would say um, just ease your way into some of the exercise and everything, and listen to your body. So I'm standing right now at a pool ready for my adult swim class because I'm actually chasing the dream already. Um, Okay. How many laps at the pool do I have to take to equal what Dan (laughs) just did in the workout? Oh, my gosh. Just give me a a ballpark. Is this an Olympic-sized pool? No, this is 25 meters. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, when do they close? I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> they close at nine o'clock tonight. Yeah, I would say just go, just go until they kick you out. Uh, you might do a little pruny, but uh, <laughs> no. With swimming, swimming takes a takes a lot out of you. That that burns a lot of calories. Uh, so, so if to, I to jump in to, the pool, if I jump mm-hmm. in the pool, I might have a shot. That's a it's a good place to start. Hey, Mike, uh, thanks so much for uh, chatting with us. And I thank you for giving me hope. Well, thanks for giving me hope. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I was going to say go break a leg, but that's probably not the right kind of thing for uh, for your business there. But. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about gym accidents later. Uh, that, yeah. might, that story might come back. Yeah, I have Dan for a good example for that, too. <laughs> hey, thanks so much, Mike. Thanks for taking care of him in my absence. Oh, no problem, Dave. I appreciate talking to you guys. <laughs> All right. Enjoy the swim. <laughs> hey, I got to go run to my swim lesson. I need to join. I'm, I'm literally uh, standing here with a towel at the pool with four-year-olds as my companions. Uh, and so I'm going to go jump into my two middle lanes in the middle. It's a, It's an adult swim class in the middle of... There's like 60, 70 kids in this pool. And I am, I am, I, the first thing I did was decide to turn down my ego and jump into the pool in the middle lane and do some laps. So that's where I'm going. You're well on the way. Getting started is the hardest part. <laughs> hey, Dan, I, I like, we could talk more, but I really have to go run. Like, they're literally waiting for me to get into the pool. Uh, well, you my, go do that, you know, with the other seniors in my class. I would I would uh, drown because I don't know how to swim like that. So that's why I'm at the gym where I can get air anytime I need it. <laughs> I actually uh, have no problem getting getting uh, air when I'm swimming freestyle. So maybe I got a leg up already. I think okay. you do. Take care. We'll talk right. about uh, we want to talk about gym accidents, right? Yeah, we'll talk about that next. That's not our tune, is it? No. <laughs> it's fine as a segue, though. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. 
Maybe we just found our new uh, transition track. I think that's it. You just bring that in and then you go into the next part. <laughs> All right. So this is our um, fitness show, right? It is our fitness show. I just I just stopped sweating. I've been back from the gym for two and a half hours. So <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh your trainer Mike was suggesting that uh, you you actually have an indoor swimming pool there, but oh, it's, yeah. it's a puddle yeah. a puddle of your sweat is what it is. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh... Okay, well let's get back to the content. Um, first of all, my question I have lots of questions, and and I I don't know if you, well, you may have heard it better than me because the audio was breaking up a little bit, but it was super fun to be at your gym with all your, everywhere we go, you've got a fan base. We go to Costco, you have a fan base, (laughs) we go to the gym and you have a fan, you know, people running through, cheering you on. It's it's quite remarkable. Um, But did Mike say when I asked him about you know, me trying to become identical. Did he say that I should think of you as an enemy or, or not as an enemy? What was, you know, he was in, what was, he his... was in the other, in the other room and, uh, I couldn't quite catch that either. Oh but no. <laughs> I took it. We can, we can, we can call him up and ask him, but I understood him to say, don't see your brother as your enemy, see him as your friend. Um, like see him as your brother, seeing, see him as your brother first, not as the enemy in terms of competition. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the, that's the type of tone that he sets in our group. All our workouts are in a group. And so you have people of varying different fitness levels and everything all the time. Right. So that would be very true to his, uh, his approach because because he, he was talking about you as being a beast and you know all of that so i thought maybe he was really into the like well the thing you got to do to motivate yourself is see your brother as your enemy and then you'll you'll be fine yeah no right. he doesn't see very well when he calls me a beast that's he's got poor eyesight so i'm actually not like that <laughs> he was pretty emphatic about the amount of energy effort you put in uh and I, I have some more more serious like like some some more serious questions about that, but maybe for a different show. Um, well, he did ask me the next time I saw him. He said, "So, did your brother swim till they closed the swimming pool?" <laughs> so he wanted to know how many laps you swam that night with your sixty kids. <laughs> so, how many did you do? Uh, well, I got to the I got in late because we were doing the show, but. I did start swimming at 5.30 p.m., and it closes at 9. But my lesson ends at 6. So <laughs> needless to say, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't swim till 9. So, so when, you have, when you say you have a lesson, is there somebody, like, coaching you from the side? Well, you don't want you, – you want me to start into this? It is a group lesson. It is in the middle of an entire pool full of 
multi-age groups of kids and all levels being trained. And there's one group of adults in the middle of this entire sea, uh, this ocean of, of children. Um, I thought I was paying for what you're describing. Like, I thought I would get some coaching from the side. That should tell you how it's gone. Okay. I okay. thought I was paying. <laughs> so literally when, okay. I, literally when I jumped in the, into the pool, the, uh, the instructor said the following, which has been what I've heard for the last four lessons. So if you want to do front crawl, if you want to do back crawl, if you want to do breaststroke, just whatever you'd like to work on today. End All of, right. So it's end a, of story. So, so it is a guided practice, but it's the the guidance <laughs> comes at the very beginning, and then it and then it doesn't it doesn't reappear until the next lesson. It's so. it's guidance without <laughs> instruction or feedback. So you, uh, okay. you tell me what okay. the learning process entails. <laughs> now, now I have to say, you know, Mike spent a lot of time talking about all these different things that we do, and you know. You've been on quite the quite the exercise journey yourself. Maybe not as long as I've I have, but there's been phases where you've been very consistently going and working out, swimming and getting out and hiking and walking and things. So um, I, I think you there's 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 a lot more similarities there than 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 what you led to believe in in the first part of this uh, interview. Well, like. As I said to you in the text I sent you, I've been doing this, yes, very consistently for the last six months. You've been doing it very consistently for the last 16 years. So <laughs> you are right. I am doing it very consistently <clears throat> now, but that has not been the pattern for sure, yeah, not, well, right? It wasn't. It's not 16 but, years. I think it's more like 13 years. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wow, that only shaves, you know. <laughs> 12 and a half years. I've only got 12 and a half years to catch up now. Thanks for, you know. But but, but you've also combined that with a very specific diet of, you know, healthy eating. And you've seen significant progress with that. Um, pro not progress. You've just seen significant change. And my daughters who recently visited you yeah. and I wasn't there said this was their comment. They said, when Dave walked into the room and I just sort of saw him, he looks exactly like you because he's slimmed down so much and his yeah. face is so much thinner than before. So you've done really well at, at, at becoming more identical. And I haven't had to, you know, significantly change my exercise to, <laughs> to you know, to make that well, happen. Well, did we talk about this on the on one of our first episodes? I can't remember, or if I have just said it to you, uh, you know, personally. But I mean, we were we were. I was actually trying to negotiate that you would start eating fattier foods, like as a way of becoming identical, right? Like it, either I could go thinner, or you could go thicker. Yeah. Right. But you, you I didn't, still eat you all those foods. Yeah, but, but you yeah, didn't anyway. seem you didn't seem like you were willing to come my way. So <laughs> so then I didn't I like so we'll see, right? 
Uh, well, you've done a great job of coming my way, and well, I'm happy to come visit you anytime, and we can work out <laughs> together. So uh, we'll do it that way. So anyway, so, I, I do. So, I, so there's things wait, 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 that wait. happen at, just at get, the gym, yeah, right? Just, just before we get to that, though, coming back to Mike, I did, I did put in at yesterday's swim lesson because I got the same amount of instruction. So then what I do is I just start doing laps and, and it's becoming awkward because the rest of the class is at a different level. So here's one dude just laps for 40 minutes okay. back and forth. So yeah. I, I hit my highest lap count during my lesson, trying not to get kicked by people as I was passing them because it's very tight in the lanes. So I was at one point, just under a 1.5 kilometers. Wow. See, you're, you're one third of so, the way to a triathlon now. One third, and, no, uh, a, sprint, a sprint triathlon distance is 700 meters swim. Right. No, I'm saying in terms of, well, you've done double I've the distance doubled, almost. I've doubled it, yeah. But I mean, now you need to run and bike. You've done one third of the activities oh, in a see, triathlon, see, right? Okay. So a uh, quick, quick comment on this study that you sent, because it was super interesting, and I, we just kind of referred to it. And then, um, oh, man, where is the – oh, here it is. Okay, so this is called Physical Activity and Health Findings from Finnish Monozygotic Twin Pairs Discordant for Physical Activity. So when we have different levels of physical activity, it's called discordant physical activity yeah all right here's here's the nothing same. to do with the umbilical cord i no, guess it's just it's it's it's, a once the, it's that we're not in in we're not playing the same tune it's discord okay oh that um, kind of discord yeah. i have no idea that was just my amazing pun that i threw in there <laughs> uh here's here's a couple here's a couple of findings that i found super interesting in this study first of all Having very different physical activity patterns is highly unusual for identical twins. So this study only had 16 pairs of twins out of thousands that they had researched because they were trying to understand nature, nurture, genetics, all of that kind of stuff. Right, okay. And but So the fact that you and I, over the course of our adult lives, have had very, very different physical patterns is highly unusual. So hmm. I don't know if we can feel good about how unique we are, but the fact that we didn't have similar patterns um, is not the norm, which was really surprising to me. Another quick finding, um, they did measure the size of identical twins' brains who were discordant in their physical activity. And this is my interpretation of a very scientific study. Our, our gray matter remains similar, even though I've exercised less than you have. That was very comforting to me. So <laughs> I have as many brains as you do, even though you've been working out more than I have. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, yeah. Some people would say that you actually lose some of your brain cells by working out too much. But... Um, so Not I might from be, a scientific study. So then I might be smarter than you right now. And then the other, <laughs> the other thing is, is that they were comparing the, the nature-nurture debate around physical activity, like why do people work out or not the same or different. 
they were comparing it to dog ownership, twins who own dogs. This was the comparative study. <laughs> and at the age of 50, they discovered that owning a dog or not was all nurture, all environment, not genetics. So what they were suggesting is that at the age of 50, the, the genetic component of the motivation to work out or not is almost nil. That's how I understood it. Yeah, I found that was an interesting finding too, is that they said that once you, your, your, your habits or the decisions that you make um, based on your prior life experience, once you hit age 50, um, is no longer determined by your genetics, but it's basically nurture that controls that decision that you've made at that yeah. point. Yeah, for twins. So, so those were my uh, those were my big takeaways from this study. Very very interesting, and and that's why when I asked Mike, like, could I catch up? I mean, I I I literally, I mean, I know it was very hard to hear and it, whatever it was breaking up, and I mean, I was at on the. You know, I was trying to do a recording on the side of a pool with a weak network connection. Um, but uh, but I really am curious if he thinks, like, how much would it take to, to like, how far could I go develop developmentally in terms of my physical fitness when I start now as compared oh, to Oh, I think somebody. you could go super far. I've, I've seen, because I've gone to the same gym for a number of years and there's a few people who have hung around that long. A lot of people start and then, you know, after a couple of years, they drop yeah. off and go somewhere else. Um, but I've seen people that, you know, really have a significant transformation of their fitness level just by the consistency of coming back. And, you know, they, they may not look physically different, but their, their, their cardio and their ability to lift and stuff is it's almost like it's totally hidden, but like if you just pass <laughs> yeah. them on the that's if that's you pass that's them, what I that's what I look like. My fitness is totally hidden. <laughs> if you pass them on the street, you wouldn't you wouldn't associate them with being super fit. But then if you're next to them in the gym and they're lifting and you know outlasting you in cardio, I mean you you can you realize that how much how much uh, stamina they have, right? Because yeah. of the consistency of working out. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with body shape or size or anything. Um, it's it's all in, you know, the consistency of doing it and the mindset, I think, as well. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to the uh, <laughs> what kicked this all off. Because we were talking we were talking the other day about what happens in the gym. And we, right. well, we, I'm gonna we started call, we started laughing because I'm, right. So I'm gonna call an audible here and let's let's make that part physical fitness or fitness show part two. All right. So we'll just wrap up this what, show right here. But we're, then, we're ending right now. Yeah. We're just going to finish the show right here. And if you want to <laughs> hear about gym accidents with Dan and Dave, then you got to oh, listen to the next show. Oh, you got to li you come listen to the next show. Yeah. Cause they're, they're so <laughs> dramatic that, you need you need to take need, a breath now. We need you need time. to take a breath. Go get go get your favorite drink and sit down in a chair, and then we'll tell you our story. 
because because Mike suggested that you are also a very good example of 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 oh, how did he put it of of accidents in the gym or of of something like he said well you you cover the whole range of of excellence and you excel in other kinds of things in the gym beyond just the fitness side of it yeah i try i try things and then other things happen (laughs) okay (laughs) oh well if 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 we're calling it right there like when you say you i'm gonna what was the term you used calling it audible or something yeah call it audible it's a football term since we're talking about fitness and all what's when the quarterback makes a call on the he, he makes a call, oh, he right. changes the play in the moment, on the field, and goes for it. Okay, because I heard somebody using that on a podcast the other day, and I thought it was maybe a podcasting term, but this makes way more sense. No, it doesn't mean turn up the music. Oh, <laughs> call up the audible. Well, I just called up the Audible because you said that it was the end of the show. So we needed the Audible then. All right. So Becoming Identical is brought to you by Good Times International, creating good times internationally. And uh, tune in to our part two. What do you, do you call it? What's the name of it? Part two fitness. Fitness show part two. <laughs> it's a really fancy name. Uh, the other side of the story, right? Um, and uh, yeah so tune in to our next episode uh, for more of the same and if you're really into research then go look up in the uh, Scandinavian Journal of Medicine and Science in Sports uh, where you can find the study in November of 2021 about monozygotic twin pairs who are discordant for their for physical activity. Final words, Dan. Throwing it to you as usual. Um, what's, yeah, our take, what's our takeaway? What's our takeaway? Oh, our I takeaway is go, 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 go. Do fifteen push-ups. Oh my goodness! Hey, uh, shout out. We needed. We need to do a shout out because our previous show was inspired by none other than your daughter, Serena Balser. She was the one who gave us the idea of doing a live Costco show. And so many thanks to our absolutely uh, huge audience and the, 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 the fine folks who tune into the show and give us ideas of you know how to make it better. So and if you're, also, if you're wondering and also, where that idea came from, came from Serena. So thank you. From our fan base, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. And also shout out to... Mike Outlaw, you can find him. He's my trainer on um, Instagram as Outlaw Strength Inc. And you can find the Elmwood Kildonan Pool on the City of Winnipeg website, which is where I go to swim. <laughs> now, the gym I go to is called Power Athletics, but Mike trains there. And I have the shirt to prove it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mine's called the uh, City of Winnipeg uh, pool. Um, And we never said that Andrew Minninger, who's our Costco expert, is actually our nephew. 
that was kind of the hidden secret of the episode from last last episode. So now we've revealed that uh, we had an insider, and we were happened to be sitting together here in Winnipeg when uh, several family members came up to visit, and we were talking. People were chiding me about how much I love Costco. Serena said we should do a Costco show, and Andrew said I've written, I've done research on that, and everyone thought he was joking, and he actually had. So there you go. And now you know the rest of the story. Is that it, Dan? You're good? You're not going to say anything more. We're good. We're good. That was fun. That was a super long ending. That was 15 minutes all by itself. No, it's well, fine. Tw- almost 20. So, what do you mean? You, you, you mean? never said you. You never said this is a good times international coming to you internationally. All that. Are you going to add that? No, later? I did. I did. No, you didn't. You just said more of the same, and you never no, said this no, is produced by Good Times no. International. I'll play it back to you. Becoming identical is brought to you by Good Times International. Creating Good Times Internationally. And uh, tune in to our part two. What do you, do you call it? What's the name of it? Part two fitness. Fitness show part two. <laughs> it's a really fancy name. Uh, the other side of.